the Global Broadcasting Service, serving remote outposts since 1928. And now, a musical interlude. We are running ground just south of Manaus. All hands are fine. We will wait till the tide change. Over. <laughs> this is Jack. Hey, look, you know that shipment of tea? We ran it in, in a whole pool of hippos and upset the boat. We're, we're doing fine, but those hippos got the last of the Earl Grey. <laughs> Looks like Mrs. Haversham's gonna be disappointed. Attention, all boats on the Irrawaddy near Mandalay. This is a colonial portmaster. There have been reports of some disturbances in your area. Please travel with caution. This just in. A jungle crew skipper reports spotting the lost safari near the African belt. As you may recall, this safari has remained missing longer, yet had more sightings than any other in history. Locally, aeroplane pilots are cautioned about landing in Settler's Field. Recent rains have created rather large fog. Well, guys, uh, we're uh, we're here at the uh, well. We're we're in the Amazon Belt, and uh, it's probably our favorite ship uh, as the Disney crew. And, and it's great just to kind of you know take some time now, gather our thoughts, and enjoy kind of a pleasure cruise here uh, in one of our favorite rides, a classic. And uh, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, recognize that uh, one of our our members is not with us today. So we want to uh, acknowledge uh, that we're missing Brooke. The rest of us are here, but now is just the time to kind of kick our kick our legs back and, and relax. And, and I know Michael, on the way here, you, you kind of had just a kind of just a random thought or, or a question that you wanted to kind of get the creative juices going with. Um, what, what 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 were you thinking? We always enjoy just kind of um, talking about our love for Disney, and and I know in our conversations all the time, we're always posing hypothetical questions to each other about Disney and just fun things to talk about. So one of the things I just kind of was thinking, my favorite park, California Adventure or DCA, and uh, Tommy's favorite park, Epcot, Jason, your favorite park, Magic Kingdom. So hypothetically, if you were to be instantly transported to your favorite park for one hour, and that's it, you're there for one hour, you come back, and you get the fast pass of your choice to any ride, any attraction, anything you want to do, and you get to enjoy one snack. What would you use your fast pass on? What snack would you pick? And then what would you do with the rest of the time that you have for that one hour, considering you can't really do any other rides? Uh, an answer that you would have guessed, if I'm going to be in the Magic Kingdom, then I'll take my fast pass and go to Splash Mountain. Uh, favorite ride, I think it's a lot of value packed into it because it's a longer ride and uh so that would probably take up i don't know 10 minutes i probably get a uh funnel cake in uh outside of uh, hall of presidents probably powdered sugar maybe some caramel 
And then the rest of the time, I would probably, um, some skeet shooting, something like that. Um, since I don't have time for a ride and I don't have an agenda, maybe just hang out there and play kind of some of the games that they have there. That'd be awesome. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I was thinking just the, you know, Magic Kingdom. Those are great choices. And then I think, I mean, you could spend time even just walking up and down Main Street and just enjoying the surroundings there. Man, Seeing I feel, the old I feel like windows. I'm. Yeah, yeah. The, the stories that you make up in your mind about those shops. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Some say nostalgia is a trap, Jason. I disagree. I disagree. <laughs> Tommy? Tommy? Um, Transport so, us to Epcot. So I'm... Okay. I was going to say, like, Epcot's my favorite park, so are we... The constraints of the uh, uh, of the challenge here is that I'm, I'm stuck in my favorite park. The only reason that, that I would say... So <laughs> the only reason that I would say yes to that is because I put that constraint on Jason. Okay, that's fine. I have no. a feeling, though, even if I didn't constrain him in that way, the answer would have still been the same. Is that yep. true, Jason? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I would go to Epcot. Epcot is my favorite park. But what's funny is when you said, like, what's the one fast pass attraction you would want? And, like, I couldn't really nail one down. I guess I'd pick Soarin' um, just oh. so I wouldn't have to, like, wait in line for it. Um, yeah. I mean, I love Soaring. It's a, it's a good ride. Yeah. Um, a great ride. I'm sorry. And then that would be my one fast pass. My one snack. And see, that's a tough one for Epcot because there's so many good snacks there. I would probably go to... Um, Actually, let me let me okay. let me just say this. Since you're talking Epcot, I'm gonna give you a little bonus and Lay it on me. let's pretend that you're there during Food and Wine Fest. So your one food item can be any anything from Food and Wine Fest or a normal snack that you can get from Epcot. Oh, that's easy, a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and they do have amazing hot dogs there actually. <laughs> I want something really exotic. Go with the chicken fingers. <laughs> uh, that's super embarrassing about about uh, America. Like all the uh, world showcase pavilions have these uh, amazing foods, and the American pavilion just has like hot dogs and burgers. <laughs> I actually think they have it on a shirt too now, or they did, which was super embarrassing too. Anyway, um, brisket hash, man. The Burnt Ends brisket hash was awesome two years ago. I didn't like it last year. Yeah, I agree. What did we like last year? That It was that pork belly, I think, that was incredible, right? Pork With belly is an amazing hit every time that I've had it. There were steamed buns. I, I, I think, think my, I mean, my most recent memories are from the, the art festival. I wish I had like my notes in front of me from those from those times. Anyway, um, you know what? Let's just go with um, uh, the old standard. I'd go to the Norway Bakery and get some uh, school bread because that's really delicious. And or or actually to the to the France Pavilion and maybe get like an eclair or something. Those that was those would be my snacks for the rest of the hour. What I would do. Um, I could probably fit in uh, Spaceship Earth, a ride on Spaceship Earth, because there's usually very little wait for that, and that's one of my favorite rides. And that would probably sap up all my time, but if I had any extra time, uh, I would definitely go and walk around World Showcase. That's one of my favorite things to do. And I guess I'm assuming in this situation I'm alone, and I've definitely walked around alone around uh, World Showcase uh, plenty of times. I mean, I guess this is going to go down the super dark path now. But. I was going to say, so that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. 
Bible <laughs> We're gonna be all depressed. <laughs> when my when my wife passed away, I, <laughs> oh, I found solace in the <laughs> <laughs> world showcase. Uh, Top ten places to have a good cry in Epcot. Right, world showcase. <laughs> Go. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, uh, what's your uh, dance? I, 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 I was going to say, just real quickly, I mean, that sounds like an amazing hour. I mean, it, it's a good point you bring up, because when I thought about Epcot, I was thinking, you know, uh, Spaceship Earth is probably my favorite thing at Epcot that I would want to do, but you're right, you may not need a fast pass for that. So to be able to get in Soren and Spaceship Earth and potentially a little bit of time in the World Showcase all within an hour, that's a pretty awesome, that's a pretty awesome hour. That's that's pretty, that's pretty great. What well, So what your favorite park is California Adventure. California Adventure is my very favorite. Um, I will say it's not necessarily by much i love all the parks i'm a wide-eyed optimist so i've been told (laughs) but california adventure is is overall my favorite so if i were there my fast pass would be for radiator springs just because that ride pretty much instantly transport me transports me to a happy place you you can't help but be happy when you're on that ride and every time i'm on that ride i i know i have a big a big smile on my face like a big happy kid so i would go on that ride plus just being able to use a little bit of my time walking around cars land just taking in the the scenery and the ambiance of cars land and then uh from there i would make my way slowly over to paradise pier and i would have the uh the vanilla and chocolate swirl cone from the paradise pier ice cream company uh, that's not necessarily my very favorite snack. It's one of my favorite snacks at Disney. It's not necessarily my very favorite, but I love, absolutely love getting an ice cream cone there and then just kind of sitting on the pier, just taking everything in, especially in the early evening time when the sun is going down and all the lights on Paradise Pier are kind of coming up on a cool California evening where you just need a little little sweatshirt to, to keep the chill off of you. That's that's hard to beat for me. So I think that's what I would do. I would do Radiator Springs. I would get some ice cream on Paradise Pier, and, and I would just try to use the rest of the time enjoying uh, Cars Land and Paradise Pier. I don't know. I was, try- I was trying to think, like, uh, if you could... <laughs> I was thinking, like, who's going to put together, like, an hour that I'm going to be like, you know what, that's awful. Like if if it's in one of these Disney parks, I'm not gonna be like, hey, that's that sounds awful. But uh, <laughs> I could come up with a couple probably. But <laughs> we don't have time for it. <laughs> Another episode. Yeah. Uh, spend a full hour on the worst Dumbo. day possible in a Disney. Like you could just think you could come up with something pretty bad. Oh, I know what my worst day would be. It would be the day that I just had when we were at. Uh, Disneyland this last time I got some kind of food poisoning during the food and wine fest and was sick in the hotel room all day long that was pretty miserable I mean it was pretty miserable for me too I <laughs> yeah what about what about Tommy, no, I mean no it's um, good guys. thanks for uh, kind of wetting our appetite so hello Colonel hello are you there yes Mr. Richard Good, jolly good. I'm trying to find out about that shipment. They called me from the home office. Send the supplies to be delayed by a whole month. The problems with that jungle shipping company. This is Trader Dan.
man reporting a tacky... We just made it through, but, but it was close. They're, they're armed with arrows, poison darts, repeat. Hostile are attacking. Stay clear of the river north of... Oh, we're turning down... Hey, look, we're turning down the Nile River right now. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say, let's just take a moment and just soak this in for a second. I, lo I love this. Yeah. If you don't like the Jungle Cruise, you're in denial. Michael, uh, how's your drink? You need a refill or what? Yeah, hit me. Hit me one. Hit me one another one, please. King Arthur, would you, would you take the sword and hand you the bottle? <laughs> All right. Don't let it drop. Don't let it drop. <laughs> yeah, Skipper. Just, so, we'll, we'll just let me we'll just let me circle back around. around. So, the kind of the meat of what we were going to discuss was we just. Uh, kind of wrapped up the D23 Expo and we're kind of just digesting all of that. And there's a lot, I think, of opinions here in this boat right now that we need to probably hash out. So we'll just ask the skipper to just keep circling because we're not ready to get out yet. So just keep going and- Don't uh, worry about the jokes, we know them. You just, don't worry you just, about the jokes. Save, just take, take five, take a load off. Don't need to entertain us. Um, but I think, Tommy, you have we might just go line item by line item and just yeah. kind of figure this out. Um, so, well, let's start with the one that we already knew about that they expanded on Star Wars Land. They expanded a little bit more detail on the Star Wars Land. They talked about the rides. The rides seem to be very ambitious. Uh, there's the Millennium Falcon ride where each person in the you, there's like it looks like from the concept art there's like eight maybe eight people in a ride vehicle and each of you have like an, an assignment kind of like on mission space where somebody's actually there's like two people who are like actually flying it there's people that are like running guns you know doing the blasters apparently unlike mission space what you do actually affects matters. the outcome of the ride it you actually could, matters like, yeah like you could crash the ship uh you could do damage to the ship there's other things that can happen to it i guess and then the other ride was it looks really it's huge the scale looks huge it's kind of like a star wars dark ride almost there's like these two huge at at walkers that you go through like under their legs or something like that and you're like in a star destroyer and the land looks really good from the pictures they say that um what you do in the land has like effects on things you know like somebody may approach you it's like everyone's like in character and like somebody may approach you and say hey can you smuggle this cargo onto the ship and deliver it to this planet and then so they'll give you something then you go and get on the millennium falcon ride you ride the ride whenever you land you i guess turn in whatever they give you it's like in essence you're smuggling stuff and you know you get some kind of notoriety in star wars land anyway uh, that's kind of the stuff that they expanded on that'd be funny uh, if they um we're using that as just a way to actually pragmatically get stuff done in the land. Like, hey, can you smuggle these straws to the, <laughs> to the drink cart over there? Special cargo, toilet paper for the restroom. Uh, yeah, that'd be a, hey, they're that'd always be thinking. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, what were your uh, initial thoughts on uh, Star Wars Land, and then with the expanded information, how do you feel? Well, um, for me, I mean, obviously the idea is is pretty amazing. I I'm a very casual Star Wars fan. I I do like Star Wars, but I wouldn't consider myself a fanatic. I thought seeing the model that was shown at the expo was 
outstanding and it, it really looks amazing. Can't wait to see it. I mean, I, I think that it's going to, in terms of just being immersed in the, the scenery, I think it's going to be even more so than the first time I saw Cars Land. You know, the first time I saw Cars Land is just you really drops your jaw you're like man this is just amazing and i think star wars land is gonna galaxy's edge is gonna take that to just a whole nother stratosphere here's my one drawback actually and and you guys know this about me already i'm not a huge fan of duplicating parks or duplicating lands at different parks so I don't personally really care for having a Star Wars land at Disneyland and Disney World. I would love it if they put Star Wars land at one of them, probably Disney World, and use that space at Disneyland for something else. I mean, I, I, I know the reasoning behind it, or, or at least I think I do, and it makes it more accessible and, and money. Oh. It's, it's a money thing for sure. But I just love the idea of different the different resorts having their own character being different from each other. Like, I love that Cars Land is at Disneyland. Not to keep going back to Cars Land, but I love that it's at Disneyland and it's not anywhere else right now. And I don't want to see it anywhere else. I love the thought of if there are certain lands you want to visit, certain parks you want to see, that you need to go to that resort to see it. So... That, that's my thing is I, I like the uniqueness of the different resorts and I don't really want to see a lot of duplication. So that's the one downside for me. I'd love to see something different going in at Disneyland rather than this. Also, not to get ahead of it, but I, I'm really not interested all that much in seeing a Marvel land going up at Disneyland either, but we'll get to that, I guess. <laughs> I think um, the, the, the kind of large-scale ride, I mean, it would be great to see a really fleshed out dark ride with animatronics and you know something that kind of reminds me of days gone by that they just it's not just a video screen in front of me or something like that so that i guess has me excited but i guess in in, in general even though i'm a star wars fan i'm not a star wars nerd i don't know all the you know novels and that kind of stuff i just know the movies but i mean this go this feeds into the marvel thing too it's just i i just i'm getting a little bit nervous that all these ancillary purchases of disney that they're buying and putting in whether it's avatar or whether it's star wars or whether it's marvel have nothing to do with legacy disney characters or organic or original material or and so eventually there there will come a day where the where it becomes the majority and not the minority of what's in disney world where it's the majority of what's in the park or what's available is really not Disney property. I mean, it's owned by them, but it's not its not really actually Disney. And, and so just because you put a Mickey Mouse with a lightsaber walking up and down the streets, if they do that, doesn't really make it Disney for me. So <laughs> while, while I'll, I'll go probably and I'll appreciate it and I'll, I'll like that part of me that like Star Wars will enjoy it, it'll just seem weird that it's taking place within the context of Disney. There's no way around that now. They're two in bed together between the movies and I everything. I think it'll be... I think it would be fine in Hollywood Studios. It, I think it's going to seem really odd in Disneyland. I think that's going to be a weird, like a weird placement for it. But. Yeah, Hollywood. Well, that was, like the, when Star Wars Star Tours existed for how many years now? It was always 89, such a, 90 Yeah, it was like such a great novelty of like, oh wow, that's really cool that we have this like one little Star Wars kind of bit. And you know, and and you know, Disneyland's got the indie ride. Disney World had always the you know stunt show and it's like oh how cool is it they have that one kind of thing that but now that it's basically its own land um it's not it kind of loses some of that novelty to me and now it's just 
it borders on you know its own thing and not Disney, and so that's just yeah. like the fear. But I think they're trying to counteract that with their next announcement for Hollywood Studios, which was uh, maybe bittersweet for some, taking out the great movie ride and adding Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is the first ever Mickey ride. We don't have to discuss how crazy it is that we've got two rides from Avatar before we had ever one ride from Mickey. Uh, here we are. They're putting in a Mickey ride, and uh, they have some pretty crazy technologies. It's, it looks like it's going to be like a next-generation dark ride. I think it's a great idea. I can't wait to see it. I, I, I don't think I'm really super attached to the great movie ride, but I, it'll be a little bit sad to see it go. I, I don't think I'll really care that much that it's not there. Uh, but the Mickey ride, I, I think that's going to be great. I mean... We need that. We Like Jason was saying a minute ago, I mean, we need classic Disney to stay in the parks. We need it to have a big presence there. I'm also not a huge fan of bringing in all these, you know, non-classic Disney uh, things into the parks. And so uh, I think they have their place. But like Jason was saying, I don't want them to become the majority over Disney because the Disney stuff is where you get that Disney magic feeling. So... I think this is really going to add to that. Uh, I, I think it's going to be amazing. Last time we talked, that we hit, we did like a discussion about which ride you could you could get rid of and you wouldn't care. And I think I did say the Great Movie Ride. I've ridden it dozens of times, but it doesn't really matter that it's going away because it was ignored for 20 years. I think the what was the most recent movie that's in there? I don't even know. So it doesn't really matter. And so if they're going to do a Mickey ride, that's all the better. Um, and that park needs desperately something. Hollywood Studios. So, um, yeah. if this is the first of many, hopefully, then uh, it's a good start. So, and if it's a dark ride, even better. And it just it it, all, it makes sense. That's the first. That's the first time in a long time something made sense that they did for to me. See, so, would you say that that's the attraction you're most excited for from all the announcements? Probably. Yeah. Yep. Um, they expanded more on uh, staying in Hollywood Studios. They expanded more on Toy Story Land, just giving us a little bit more detail, a little bit more artwork. Toy Story Land, they're going to add like a new roller coaster themed around Slinky Dog, and they're um, porting over J- Mater's Junkyard Jamboree and retheming it to the, the little little green aliens from Toy Stories. I'm assuming that coaster is going to be kind of like the the coaster in uh, the Dinosaur Land in Animal Kingdom, where it's just kind of like this goofy um, kind of It looks a little bit... It's going to be coaster. a... I think it's a kiddie coaster... But I think it looks, based off the pictures and everything I've heard, it's kind of like maybe like just a little step below Big Thunder Mountain. I think it'll still be enjoyable. It won't be like Gadget's Go Coaster or anything. It'll be, I think it looks a little bit more substantial. I, I don't I mean, I, I've read some it's stuff kind of where, <laughs> you know, certain people I think are not necessarily all that excited for it. I'm. I don't know that I'm necessarily excited for it, but I think it's cool. I mean, anything that... Uh, is an addition like that and Toy Story is a great franchise for Pixar Disney uh, I think it's a it's a good addition o- over there I I think you know maybe I won't spend a ton of time there but I'll definitely walk through it and, and check it out each time each time I go yeah that's kind of what I think I mean these rides aren't I mean actually I really like Mater's Junkyard Jamboree so I'm kind of happy that that's coming over but yeah um but yeah, I mean, this isn't. I'm just glad, like you. I'm just. They're moving forward in the right direction. They're adding stuff to this park that was on life support. So, 
Yeah, I mean, and and even though it's the green aliens, I mean, I would love it if they still had Larry the Cable Guy narrating that ride. <laughs> Michael, stop it. How are they going to work that story in? <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> I thought that was a sound clap. That sounded pretty good. Was that the soundboard? Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, this is, if you're asking my personal opinion on Toy Story Land, I'm in the minority. I, I don't really care I, I don't ever watch the toy story movies just because Oof, my goodness uh, i mean the, i appreciate them for what they are and whatever it kicked off for for pixar and there's certain pixar movies I re- that resonate with me but i would say three quarters of them don't so to have a whole land dedicated to it it's fine but I, i'm i'm not gonna go out of my way to go there so the footprint like of that gonna... land is not that big right if i'm not mistaken i mean just look um I mean, it doesn't yeah, look it's huge. It's not huge. They're they're just taking a, a nice. They're taking the and it's unused land. It was land behind Toy Story Mania, and then they're going to rework the entrance to Toy Story Mania to be on the opposite side of the building where the land will be. Now, if they're not taking up a lot of space, it's it's fine. I think that's good. good I, I think that's the. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> that's the the universal theme um, from some of these announcements. That uh, you know, it's it, it's fine. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say it was fine. I said I don't. I don't even like it. I'll ignore it. I'll walk past it. Okay. It's fine. Uh, it's it's fine. Staying in the Hollywood Studios, um, they did announce that Star Wars themed hotel, which yeah. rumors are they didn't say where it was going to go, but rumors are that's going to be connected to the land. So it's a Star Wars themed hotel, uh, immersive, ambitious, exper- experiential concept is what they're calling it. Um, where you're kind of basically just like uh, living in a live-action roleplay. So it's like, uh, you know, you're LARPing while you're there. Thoughts on a Star Wars-themed hotel? I do not care for that <laughs> at all. I mean, I, I think the idea Michael, of a Star Wars-themed resort... nothing but sense to me right now. Keep going. <laughs> I mean, the idea of a Star Wars-themed resort, I guess that's kind of cool. I mean, the first thing I thought of was just the exorbitant prices that it's probably going to cost to even stay there but then when you add into it the the fact that you're going to be you know in the story i just maybe i mean i could see maybe families wanting to do that with their kids and whatnot there's probably going to be like jason was saying a lot of star wars nerds that are going to go and you know want to live out their fantasy of being part of star wars they can have that. I'm not interested in that at all. When I'm at my hotel, I'm there to relax. I want to know where the club is so I can go get some drinks and some snacks and, and relax like a gentleman and, and, you know, lounge around a little bit. And, I had this uh, vision of you like, can I get a Coke? Uh, no, sir, we have intergalactic space fizz. No, just Coke. <laughs> Knock it off! Yeah, exactly. It's like everything is themed, but the prices are in U.S. dollars. So... <laughs> Uh, sir, your, your credit card got declined. Uh, I didn't tell Wells Fargo I was going to be in a different solar system. That kind of broke character real quick. My card got declined. Yeah, me, oh, we, you, have, we you have, have your you have your magic band. I'm glad. Please just just swipe your magic band right here. We'll take care of the rest. We had a thread about this on our text messages when it came out, and me and Michael were of the same opinion that we think it's a really, from my viewpoint, it's a really terrible idea. I would never ever spend money to stay there, and I. I made the point that if we have a night of enjoying Trader Sam's together, the last thing I want to do is come into a hotel and have some <laughs> new 
try to talk to me like he's in character yeah. while I'm trying to find the key to my hotel room. The other thing that was mentioned is that if there's there's not going to be any windows, if it if there's, there's just going to be a, basically a glorified screen that makes it look like you're in space, which me and Michael thought could breed killings in the hotel. Absolutely. <laughs> because of the lack of vitamin D and, you know, an outbreak of rickets or like you're on a ship for years or something. It's just terrible. People just, will go crazy. It's just a terrible They don't realize idea. that. People I, will go crazy. You're, sleep, you're asleep in your room and you open your eyes and, and you see this view of outer space. It's just not a good idea. I mean, you could spend an hour or two in that fine. I mean, I think it would be cooler if you had windows in there and you could shut the curtains if you want it to be totally dark and like flip a switch and maybe a little projection of space comes on or maybe there's a screen and some space comes on. But the idea of not having any windows and you're looking into outer space the whole time, people are going to go crazy in there. I mean, and inevitably when uh, the screens start breaking and they don't fix them because they've uh, cut back maintenance costs. It would be pretty depressing. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's so, just yeah, I don't like that at all. I have to imagine that this resort is going to have, you know, some sections where people... Because I, I think they said you can choose to be in, immersed in the story if you want to be or something like that. So maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I, I don't know. But I would imagine there's going to be sections where it's just normal rooms with windows and it's Star Wars themed and, and everyone's having a good time. And then... You know, hey, if you're one of these extra special Star Wars geeks and you want to be in the story, you know, go to that dark building over there and, and they'll put you in it. <laughs> go to that that's, building that's... with no windows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to that building with no windows. And... I, don't think any, I don't think any story started off well with uh, coming to this room with no windows. Yeah, leave your credit uh, card at the door just... and we'll take care of the rest. I think that it's just like it seems like a bunch of people in a room and... and it's like they were so detached from reality that they came out of that room thinking it was a good idea and then it just it, i just think it's just so so off i guess mark. i'm in the minority because i'm excited for it i'm cautiously excited I'm, give it to us i'm cautiously excited but i'm i'm with you on all the reasons why it's a bad idea i don't know i just want to see how they're gonna i mean it seems like you know we came up with these ideas for why it was bad like you know within a few minutes of hearing it so surely somebody in that room thought these same things so I'm just curious to see how they're going to counteract some of those uh, bad ideas and if they can pull it off um, without it coming off like really bad you know I, I think it would be I think it could be really cool um, I also think it could be a disaster I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic but I am the probably the more of the Star Wars nerd I mean I don't read the books or anything but I don't know why that's the benchmark for if you're a nerd or not <laughs> like if you read you're the nerd but, but I'm cautiously optimistic will you stay there Tommy uh yeah, I mean let's like I said I want to see how they pull it off. I, probably I want to see what the price point is. I mean as long as it's around you know no more than maybe like five thousand a night I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Magic Kingdom, a brand new theater uh, themed after a 1920s a famous theater in 19 in Kansas City in the 1920s. Uh, they're gonna put that right on Main Street off to the right. Um, they haven't announced what's actually going to be in the theater, but they said it's going to be a world-class entertainment venue. And then the other announcement was that they're adding the Trump Tron. doing their branding now? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's going to be huge. Believe me, it's going to be great. All right. Don't worry. Don't worry about, about the going details. In there. It's going to be great. 
Okay. Um, Speaking of which, uh, that has uh, the the Trump animatronic has been put off indefinitely <laughs> until the fall. They're going to revisit it oh, when they're going to add that to the uh, the Hall of Presidents. Uh, I think that, they're just trying to like, bide their time. That ride will be closed, or that attraction will be closed before this is all set and done. Just put, just put <laughs> I that. Can't, I can't imagine they ever go back to it. Yeah. Okay. The other thing that they announced for the Magic Kingdom was the Tron roller coaster, and they're going to be putting it in an unused plot of land behind uh, Space Mountain. We talked about that. That was, um, I think, uh, a positive. Um, it's a. I like that it's a property that really isn't even that popular, um, and so it kind of has this. 80s nostalgic vibe despite the newer newer film and um <laughs> which it, will fit in the yeah, tomorrow land yeah, and it actually makes sense in the land <laughs> which is <laughs> unique and novel these days so it's like it makes sense it themes well if you have a movie tie-in because you have to do it now fine but at least it's a movie that's not even that popular um i'm really excited and if it's a port over from the shanghai one which i've heard really good things about then uh, That'd be great to step off Space Mountain and then go right to another thrill ride right behind it. I think that'd be really fun. So that's a, a thumbs up for me. Yeah, me too. I, when I look at the, the concept art for uh, what it's going to look like there with Mission Space and, and Tron behind it. Um, Space Mountain. I mean, I'm sorry, Space Mountain, not Mission Space. Uh, I, I just think it, it looks really, really cool. I think it's one of those, it's going to really add to kind of the, the landscape of, of the land there without detracting from it. It looks like it's going to fit in really nicely. I think it's going to kind of modernize it a little bit while not taking away from that kind of vintage nostalgic look like Jason was saying. It seems like that's going to be a, a classic ride for, for years to come. And you know, I think when we saw the, the pictures and footage from Shanghai and saw this thing, we said, man, that, that looks really cool. It'd be awesome to have something like that here the fact that it's going to be going in I, I think it's a win i can't wait to ride it again i haven't seen those movies so i really don't know anything about them I won't probably be won't watch those them movies. yeah yeah definitely will not be watching those uh, well you're not alone so <laughs> i'll just have to look forward to the ride and then it looks like it's going to be really great so that one I'm, I'm i'm good with the theater you know i could probably take it or leave it but I love the the whole Main Street vibe. I, I did read something earlier that was a good point about you know that that theater should be good because it it can accommodate a good crowd of people, but it's not necessarily a big draw. So in other words, you know some of the crowds that are going to be in Magic Kingdom, that's another place for them to go where it's not really bottlenecking anything. That's always good, and if it fits into the theming and and the surroundings of, of the Main Street area, I, I think it'll be, that'll be good. I'm, I'm all for it, regardless right. of what'll be in it. I, I have no idea, but it'll be interesting. Probably meet and greet. I think that'll be it. I hope that's not it. <laughs> no, <laughs> that'd be terrible. Probably a gift shop. <laughs> Whatever goes in there, I'm sure it's going to cost plenty of money. So. Yeah, it'll probably be um, some kind of like Marvel meet and greet or something. <laughs> All right, let's go to Epcot, my beloved Epcot. So let's just let's just let's just go. Let's the elephant in the room, the big announcement, the biggest announcement for Epcot. Let's just get it out of the way. The new film for China Pavilion. Yeah. What do you think? 
<laughs> I, like, I like the film that's there now, but they're saying they're going to film this one and and with like you know seamless, yeah, all the new the newest technology. So I don't look forward to seeing that. No, nah, I like the China. <laughs> I like the China movie. Yeah, I'm excited good. about it. It's good. They're also going to update Mission Space, and um, they're going to add a new restaurant to Mission Space. What about Sinise? Is he out? Uh, he, uh, good no. question. <laughs> that's I hope not. That's, that would be a deal breaker. <laughs> oh. Sinise is like, I need those royalty checks. Don't don't don't, don't you take me out of that <laughs> So I I do have a take on on. Mission Space. This kind of has to do with some some conversations. I know Tommy, you and I have have talked at length about this. You know the fact that it's been broken for so long, and if we were in charge of Epcot, what direction would we like to see it go? And and for me, keeping the the vintage nostalgic feel of the park while at the same time really modernizing it, really turning it into what it's was supposed to be. Mission Space was one of those things that I we've already talked about i've kind of had my eye on that i would love to see that particular ride redone to me i i thought it would be cool to use something that that's relevant for today you know and today what's relevant in terms of space travel is the space station the international space station and also flight to mars that everyone seems to be really hyped up for and so i thought it would be really cool to have the initial takeoff take you to the space station and to kind of show you docking into the space station and have the people on the ride kind of guiding it in to dock it at the space station put some bigger screens in there make it you know really update it new new technology make it look really realistic and then the second phase of the ride you know potentially taking off from the space station and and traveling to mars which obviously would be a really really long ride if you were trying to make it at all realistic but just seeing what that would be like so from this ride 40 years <laughs> yeah well i did briefly think about it. it would be kind of cool if if like somehow when you're first sitting in the ride that a little camera takes your picture and then when they do like the simulation of you going to mars it shows you your picture once you get off the ride and it shows you like aged a little bit because it took so long to get there <laughs> but i from what i've read about the new redo that they're they're gonna at least have a section of it where it's it simulates being in orbit around the earth which is what the space station does it orbits the earth and so that that's pretty a pretty relevant updated idea so i think that's really cool you know i just think with this whole thing with you know spacex and independent or private flight space flight and offering that that really kind of playing that up and educating people about that really playing up the edutainment aspect of the park uh, is something that I would love to see. And so I think Mission Space is a great opportunity to do that. Whether or not the, the redo of it will accomplish that, we'll see. But I'm excited because I do think it was a little bit stale. It, it got to a point where it really needed a reboot. I think the the restaurant's a great idea. Uh, hopefully it, it will have some windows in it. I think the art I saw from that looked like it was a pretty dark restaurant too. But Yeah, they're not going to have windows in that either. Uh, the windows are going to look out in space. So, again, I'm... Well, I think you can go have a meal somewhere without yeah. windows and you'll be okay. But can you imagine people staying at the Star Wars resort and eating at this space restaurant? I mean, it's just going to go crazy. But I, I think that restaurants are good. It'll be, it'll be, I mean, it, it's not anything I'm ultra excited for, but I think it'll be fun to go try it, you know. 
No, I think it could be good. I mean, I'm always for a new restaurant in Epcot, so yeah. I'm good at that. Um, then they announced... Well, they also they hinted at that there's a lot more coming to Epcot. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to dominate that, that, that no, conversation no. On, on, on... No, no, it's cool. We didn't want to talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, that's, so the next thing that they announced... Obviously, I'm going from like smallest announcement to biggest... Uh, next thing was uh, Ratatouille, and they're building like a whole new section to the Paris Pavilion behind the existing pavilion that leads to this Ratatouille attraction. The Ratatouille ride is basically going to be a port over from the Ratatouille ride in Paris. I don't know. For me, I was against like adding characters to the World Showcase, but now that it's done, I mean, there's kind of no going back, and this looks like the, the route that they're going. So I'm kind of on board with this. I love Ratatouille. <laughs> So. Yeah. yeah, I love Ratatouille also, and I, I'm the same way. Once they've kind of gone down that road, it's like you might as well go ahead and, and, and keep going down it. Um, the one little change of opinion that, that I've had with this particular ride, because I, I was the same. I didn't want anything like that in the World Showcase. My change of heart a little bit, number one, is because I do love Ratatouille, but also because I feel like a lot of Disney you know, is dedicated to trying to bring the story to life, to make you feel like you're immersed in the stories when you're in the park. And so I kind of like that aspect a little bit that when you're in the France Pavilion, it's made to feel like you're really walking around France. And so now you're, by having this ride in there you're kind of adding a little bit of the disney aspect to it that almost kind of immersing yourself in the ratatouille story so it's like you're in france and now you're in ratatouille you know so i, I kind of like that aspect of it it doesn't it doesn't bother me much i mean the frozen one obviously well that one doesn't that one makes less sense i mean ratatouille right. was actually in paris and exactly paris was you know, it was like a love letter to Paris in some ways. I mean, Frozen is set in a made-up place that's loosely based on Norway. So, like, oh, let's throw it right. in Norway. Exactly. And that, that's kind of what I was getting at is it's it was really out of place. But I guess you can sort of kind of make the connection to the Norwegian style. So this works for me. I mean, I don't want to walk around the World Showcase and see a lot of character type stuff. But if it's a, a relatively relatively scaled down entrance to it you know there's not huge signs all over the place or anything like that for it you know i don't i don't want to see kind of that landscape of the world showcase change too much so it needs, to be, it needs to be understated in its entrance for me yeah i think we're on the same page like it's not about the characters like i like the characters but it's it's the, all the parks are going to eventually be the same like you need to like it's cool when they were like very different you know, when you could go visit different parks, but if you're just going to put character rides and dark rides in every park, then it's eventually just all going to be the same, right? At some point. Right. JJ, so. what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, they're after the Frozen introduction, it's like, it doesn't matter at this point. They've already gone down that road. All things being equal, I, I prefer not to have fictional characters in the parks or in a world showcase, but it already started, so I guess it makes sense to keep going down that road. I love Ratatouille. Like Ratatouille. Yeah, I love that yeah. movie, but um, I don't I don't need it in the French Pavilion, but it's, it's going to happen, so. Uh, last thing that they announced, Guardians of the Galaxy taking over Universe of Energy. Um, they haven't really specified what the attraction was going to be. They, says it, they say it's going to be a brand new uh, major e-ticket attraction. Uh, rumors that I've read are that it is a roller coaster of some sort, like some kind of major roller coaster, but they haven't really announced what 
that exactly is going to be. The only thing that they really talked about is they spoke to how it would fit in Epcot. Apparently, in the Gardens of the Galaxy universe, Peter Quill was a big Epcot fan. He visited Epcot when he was a kid. And so he wanted to bring the Guardians back to Epcot. Check it out. <laughs> as stupid as that sounds, like it does make me laugh. So. Jason, this is the one that you hate the most, right? We haven't gotten to Marvel yet, right? So. Uh, yeah, well, we haven't gotten to California yeah. yet. Yeah, so I don't know if I hate it the most, but... <laughs> well, Guardians is Marvel, so you can... Yeah, I, mean, I guess the land. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like, I don't, I don't have a huge opinion on on this one. I mean, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of it, but I'm I'm taking a wait and see approach with this. I, I don't really think it belongs in Epcot right off the bat. Um, if if I if it were my choice, I would not have it there. You know, I've read a couple of good points on the internet. You know, one person said I'm I'm glad at least that they're not. At this point, retheming the Tower of Terror in Disney World to Guardians of the Galaxy. That's a good point. I hope that yeah, doesn't happen. Yeah, I think the one ride that nobody... I haven't heard anyone like screaming like, Why are you getting rid of Ellen's Energy Adventure? Oh. Right, exactly. Well, you have, you haven't heard me then screaming. Oh, sorry. That, so, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I just think it depends on, on what they really do with it. I mean, if it's just a ride... I mean, it's cool. Hey, more the more rides, the better. But if it's just a ride, I'm going to be let down. Again, if they do something really unique and and relevant and fresh with it and play up the edutainment aspect in some way, using Guardians of, of the Galaxy as a platform, then I'm probably okay with it, even though it doesn't really excite me. You know, if, they, if it's just a ride and it's like, hey, Guardians of the Galaxy, here you go. It's popular. We want to shoehorn it in here. Well, that... That doesn't belong. That's in, exactly in at all. what it'll what it'll be, and the only way that it would be good, in my opinion, is if it's like really meta, and if Peter Quill was really loved Epcot as a kid, and then the ride is him wanting to take his friends back there, and then he arrives and he's really disappointed at how terrible it is now. <laughs> it's like wait, they they got it. Like they're they're really transcending the ride into real life. I'd be really mad. That's the only way it would be good, <laughs> because it, it it's like imagine I'm trying. I've been trying to think of an equivalent of something that this doesn't belong in like Magic. Like what's the ride in Magic Kingdom if you could think of one that you think just really just doesn't fit. Like just based on the premise of what Walt originally intended for that park, uh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, but this to, to me it's, that one doesn't fit in the land that it's in. Okay, so with Epcot, I know we'll never get to what he wanted, but we don't have to completely like spit all over it and just and just have these things that are so outside of the original purpose for the for the world. And that probably goes back to why introducing cartoon characters in the World Showcase, where it's just we're not even abiding by the principles that the man wanted to create the land for. And now it's just like, whatever we can just throw in there at a wall, and if it sticks, great. I just think it's really just unappealing. And it doesn't mean I won't go, because if I'm there and it's something to do, like to Michael's point, it's a ride, so I'll probably do it. But you're just getting further and further away from the whole point of this park that... that I, I meant land physical sense like this plot of land that was used oh, yeah. to create this idea in this in this kind of like evolutionary idea that would grow and over time and it's just like ah, there's a movie that kind of is in space so it works 
It's very boring. The land is called Future World. It's really, it's really not good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's that's my opinion on it. It's like to me, it's like Hollywood Studios is probably the best. It's a catch-all, and it's like, look, yeah. if you want to just put movie stuff. Just put it in there. It's called Hollywood Studios. There's no really discernible theme other than movies. There's nothing in the park anyway. So, so just put all of it in there. Why are you putting it in these really yeah. kind of already specific purpose parks? I, I just confusing to me. Sorry, and, but I think that the argument that they would make is like, well, hey, you know, we made tried to do money. something. Cardinals well, well. made a lot of money. It made a lot of money. There, there's the <laughs> argument. No. Thank you. Um, See you later. <laughs> No, the argument, uh, like, okay, well, the last time we put something in Epcot that wasn't based on a character, um, nobody liked it. So that was Mission Space. I like Mission Space. It's been around for 15 years or however long it's been around. It doesn't mean, doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be updated to Michael's point. Like, everything needs to get a facelift. But everyone was excited. I was don't there. Like everyone was excited when it came out. It was like, this is awesome. Like, when we were going down yeah. there, in two, it's like, wow, this is a big deal. Like... So I don't know what they're talking about. Who doesn't like it? Exactly. No, Everybody says now that, oh, oh, I don't care for Mission Space. But when that was first coming out, I mean, it was like, man, simulating an actual rocket takeoff. This is unbelievable. And I mean, it was pretty thrilling at the time. And yeah, maybe now when I go ride, it's yeah, kind of big deal, whatever. But but yeah, that, that, that was awesome when they first put that there. And I thought it had pretty good staying power and, you know, not to keep rehashing on it but i think updating it's a great idea i hope that they they make it something exciting i know you uh, can't yeah i know you can't like do big ideas because in in a ride every time because you're gonna you're gonna run out of ideas but look we're on jungle cruise right now i mean this is decades old but the point of this was to mimic a as the title says a jungle cruise we get to look we're, we're passing the hippos right now i mean it's very simple we're taking a big idea and distilling it down to something really cool mission space was still in the vein of that it's the unknown space let's try to distill that into a ride it was still an original unique idea what i think we talked about talked about over like text or or whatever it's like i just don't see that many original ideas anymore can we take a big idea that we've always been excited about that you know all of us when we were kids wondered about or envisioned or imagined whether it's space mountains or uh no uh <laughs> or, or space itself or uh the you know and the universe of energy um <laughs> and or ellen on jeopardy yeah, facing jamie Lee yeah, Curtis. exactly like or honey i shrink the audience or something just like that we've always thought about and distill it into a ride and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be tied into something but i just I don't want to cast dispersions across the entire Imagineering profession, but they're just extremely lazy people now. <laughs> and and I don't think it's the Imagineers. I don't think it's fair to blame the Imagineers. It's the people above them. Okay, well, full I disclosure, think- I have a cousin that's an Imagineer, and, he, and to, I guess your point, like, he does say his, their hands are tied, and he's like, he doesn't like a lot of the ideas that they're forced to do, but they right. were, it's a paycheck, so they're having to do them. But it's like, can we just come up with one idea that's original? And not tied to a movie. I, I don't know. Like, what what was was Mission Space the last one? Like a big, Expedition Everest. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Big idea. Mountain climbing. That was the idea. Let's put Yeti. Yeah, but also mountain climbing. Everest. Like the idea of right. attack. So that no, that was that's a great ride. Right. That was how old is that one now? Fifteen years. I don't know. 
So, what's that? That's what I'm saying. Like, just come up, show me that you're at least working towards one of those every so often, so that way that creativity spark, that spigot, hasn't completely ran dry. That's just a bigger uh, issue I'm, I have continually with these announcements get made. Yeah, that opened in no, that's like ten years, eleven years old. It opened in two thousand six. Okay. All right. One a decade. So now they're due. <laughs> or do one. <laughs> All right, that was the last big thing in Epcot. There's more supposed to be coming to Epcot. There's a rumored new pavilion for World Showcase, adding an attraction to the UK pavilion, but all that's a rumor at this point, not announced. The other announcements they made um, was a new resort, Disney Riviera Resort. It's another DVC resort. It'll be on the uh, Caribbean Beach property. They also announced the uh, gondolas called Disney Skyliner, who's going to be uh, linking some of these uh, resorts around Epcot and Hollywood Studios to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Reports are that the, the Disney Skyliner has already failed because they've decided not to put air conditioning in those kill boxes. So <laughs> in July, they're going to be uh, murdering a lot of people. Um, then they have the minivan service, which I'm pretty excited for. It's basically like Disney's own private Uber where you can do point-to-point transportation. So that may, me, that may get me from stop, stop uh, renting a car every time I go there. So that's that's found pretty cool. But any thoughts about new resort, Skyliner, minivan service, anything that jumps out at you? If I'm not a member of the vacation club, I can't stay there? Or how, what's, what's that look like? Yeah, you can stay there. You just have to pay for it, you know? We've stayed at DVC resorts before. Okay. I mean, it's fine. I don't, I don't, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> It doesn't really have like a, well, I mean, it doesn't look like it's got like a crazy theme. It looks like a fairly straightforward hotel. What kind of price point will it be? Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be same price point as the other like Boardwalk, Yacht Club. So it'll be a high-end one. Oh, I don't know. Is that high-end? I don't know. What, I mean, in, rel- in a relative term, is, is, is six hundred dollars a night high end? What, I mean, what are the high-end ones, and is no, it going to be that? Um, no, I'd probably. It's probably. It's probably around. I would say it, it'll probably be around like 400 a night, probably, on the value nights, maybe as much as like five, 600 on peak seasons, I would assume. I don't know. So it's considered a deluxe resort? Yeah, I'm, that's what it looks like. Okay, I, I thought it was going to be a moderate. Okay. That's uh, I don't think they said anything about whether it's going to be deluxe or moderate. But I think that their plan is with these gondolas linking like Caribbean Beach and, and uh, right. Art of Animation Resort that they're going to like try to because it's going to have transportation to the parks kind of like a monorail that they're going to try to up up the uh, price points of those right. to like more deluxe level pricing yeah uh, i mean riviera doesn't it doesn't look like anything special on the outside as far as the the concept art is concerned but see what it looks like i mean the first impression for me i, I probably wouldn't book a stay there until i at least had a chance on a trip to go over there and and check out the lobby and if it's got you know a lobby that's nice to lounge around in nice to relax and have a drink and you know it's got some nice ambiance then then i would look at maybe taking a trip and and booking there at a later date but i don't think i would do it without actually seeing it first i won't stay there until i check out the restrooms first <laughs> yeah <laughs> more be interesting if you went inside Riviera and, and it also had no windows. They were like, hey, this Star Wars thing, it's worked out great. We saved like a lot of money. Way cheaper. Yeah. We saved a lot of money not having any windows. Yeah, I mean, whatever. That's like a non It's like a non-whatever for me. Um, and then what was oh, the gondola thing? That doesn't really... 
I mean, I, I appreciate do much that, for me, yeah. that they're kind of harkening back to a, a you know an earlier time with the no AC thing. So if if that's the angle, I I can appreciate it. Yes, an earlier time <laughs> yeah. before air conditioning. Like, you people want older type rides, okay? Here, no AC. You guys I mean, were complaining when we took them out of the parks. Now we're putting them back. Yeah. I feel like with the gondolas, I mean, I do like having the additional transportation option. I just think that's such a outdated way to, I, to I try to do it. it. I'm sorry. I'm like in the minority. I just think like think it's, it's one so of those cool. things that they're like, you know, it'd be great if we could expand the monorail, but that would be so ex- ridiculously expensive to do. We're not going to do that. So let's find a different way to do it. Oh, let's put these cheesed out boxy cars <laughs> yeah, there. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just they've had them like stored away for years, and they're like, "Look, we got the price quote to have them hauled off, yeah. and it's actually cheaper to build a ride and just use them." All right, let's do it. It's actually just the okay. ones. I, I actually love. That's one of my favorite things. Thinking back as a kid, is like. The, you know, thinking you were gonna, you know, not survive the gondola ride, and it was always really exciting. And you know, <laughs> jumping around, and your parents yelling like, "Don't make these things move!" And I don't know. That I actually like. If they could put AC, I think they it would be a total home run for me. I would ride those. I'd ride them like the TTA, like, and just go back and forth. Maybe if it's at nighttime, especially, and you get good views of certain parts of the park. Um, if there's music piped in, I mean, if there's no AC, maybe I'm pipe dreaming with music. But, but I mean, if they can put it all together, it would be a really cool time killer. But, um, but maybe it's not going to be that way. So we'll set the wait and see. Yeah, that's a wait and see. I don't think but, it's going to be that fast either. I think it's going to wind up being a longer wait than what people realize. Those things don't operate that fast. Mm-hmm. No, so, they don't. And there's, <laughs> and there's not that many people that can get in one car, so. I think people are going to be waiting a, a long time for, for those. I mean, maybe one day we'll be doing a podcast from a gondola. You don't know, Michael. We're here in Jungle Cruise. Why not Why not uh, the eight hours it takes to go from Hollywood Studios to Epcot in a gondola? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. All right, side point, since we just passed the hippos, favorite Jungle Cruise skipper joke I've ever heard was when we passed the hippos. So usually when they pass the hippos, they're like, oh my gosh, there's a hippo coming. Let me see what I can do to get it to run away. And they'll fire a gun, mm-hmm. you know, a little cat pistol to get the hippo to want to run away. Well, one time on the Jungle Cruise, I had the skipper uh, do that opening. He's like, hey, uh, here comes the hippo. Let me see if I can do something to get it to run away. And then he looked at the hippo and goes, I love you. <laughs> and then he's like, that, that's what worked on my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, it was really, awesome. I was laughing. It was kind of dark for the rest of the, <laughs> for the Jungle Cruise ship. That's actually really good. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. He made another like comment about his girlfriend or something later on, so she must have just like broken up with him, and he was bringing it on the ride with him. I bet it was um, another a skipper of another ship. Oh, sure, sure. That's why you don't mix business and pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> even at Disney. Yeah. I mean, all in all, these D23 announcements, I'm even though we've talked about them very openly and critically uh, in some cases... All in all, they haven't done much in like the past decade, so I'm happy that they're doing something other than just building DVC resorts. And this is, I think, a lot of it I'm positive about. A lot of it I'm kind of wait and see on. Some of it, like we talked about with like Ratatouille and Guardians, I wish they weren't going in that direction, but it's kind of too late for that. So I just want them to make it the best that they can make it. Yeah, I, I think I'm. 
I, I have been critical on all of this stuff. I think I feel like most of it I've just kind of been like, ah, oh, take it or leave it. But I, I agree. I mean, they're they're doing a tremendous amount of investing in the parks. It's always great to see new things coming in. Uh, we may not agree exactly with the direction, or at least what we anticipate the direction to be. Uh, but you know, it's their park. They're gonna do what they want, and it'll be interesting to to see see what happens, see see how it looks. I mean, you talk about things like the Riviera Resort and that sort of thing. Well, I mean, if it doesn't look that great, I don't have to stay there. That doesn't really bother me. The things in the parks, kind of the same thing. I mean, there, there's other stuff in the parks right now that I don't really care for, stuff that I tend to walk through and not spend any time there. But it's cool to have more stuff there at the end of the day. I mean, the more there is available... That's great. The one thing I will say about the Marvel Land, you know, it's kind of cool. I'm not that excited about it. I feel like that's one of those things where you guys hear me say this all the time that I feel like they're just kind of competing with Universal when they do stuff like that. You know, they don't need to compete with Universal. I mean, Disney is Disney. They've got something that Universal never will have. So I I, I want to see Disney played up. I don't want to see all the extra stuff go in. I'd still definitely go walk around Marvel Land and probably do all the rides and attractions they have there, so why not? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's... I have never met anyone whose favorite ride is Great Movie Ride. I, I bet they exist, but... Yeah, and there's people on there complaining. I mean, there's there are people, people like, complaining about Maelstrom going away. Right, yeah, <laughs> well, I... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed that as a kid, too. So there's gonna... There will come a day. I mean, just... Imagine if at D23 they were like, and this may not happen, but I guess, who knows, but they're like, hey, you know, we're going to uh, repurpose Spaceship Earth, so we're going to take that ride out, and we're going to put, you know, a Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. You know, it's just like, there's going to come a point where one of our favorite rides is going to get knocked out at some point. Just because, and it could not be today, it could not be tomorrow, it could be 10 years from now. Well, I mean, that kind of happened already. I mean, we were all, I think, pretty furious about Tower of Terror and Disneyland and California yeah, Adventure. But I, I like Disney World a lot better, so we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. But <laughs> and that was that was a that was to Michael's point, that was a cop a clone of the an original. So if they'd never copied brides or lands or whatever, it's like that then maybe they wouldn't have, that wouldn't have been an issue. They should have just kept that ride in Hollywood Studios and never maybe had it in in Disneyland, but uh, I'm I'm I, oh, I, I'm worried that one day something that is actually really dear and sacred to me is just going to become a casualty of these, you know, whatever they're going down. It, it, and it, maybe it's not today or tomorrow, but it's going to be someday. And then I that will be an unforgivable thing. Right now, the, these are things that I don't agree with. I don't like. I think they're really stupid. And to Michael's point, I think it's it's kind of like Coke and Pepsi. It's like Coke doesn't have to compete with Pepsi. Pepsi's always going to be second tier. Disney's always going to be a cut above. That you don't have to do these things to appeal to the to whatever you're trying to get. People are going to come to Disney World forever, and and at some point, all the nostalgia that we appreciate is going to be gone. And and maybe these new new lands and new rides are going to be for the next generation. And maybe we're just old curmudgeons complaining. I don't really know. <laughs> I do, I do think that one day there'll come a point where I'll look around and be like, I, I don't know most of the rides here, and they weren't around when I when I came as a kid and that may be the day that I just don't feel the need to go back as much so I I don't want that to happen I could see how it could get there we didn't mention the the the, we kind of touched on them but at 
the announcements that they made for Disneyland, mostly for California Adventure, they hinted at behind Guardians is going to be the Marvel Land, like Michael talked about. They said that there will be a Spider-Man attraction and an Avengers attraction. They gave no clues on what those were. And then they also announced that Paradise Pier is going to be rethemed to Pixar Pier, despite the fact that it was just rethemed only a couple of years ago <laughs> to Paradise Pier. <laughs> but, that's uh, uh, if that's permanent or if it's temporary. Uh, everything that I've read, it seems like it's going to be pretty per- permanent. If you notice on the concept art on the far right, Pixar Fun Wheel or something like that. Like, the name was changed for the Fun Wheel. So, I don't know how that's... I I don't know. I guess we don't really know if it's permanent or temporary yet because they did announce that next year is going to be like Pixar Fest for Disneyland. A year-long celebration called Pixar Fest where they're going to have all kinds of Pixar parades and stuff like that. And then they announced that Paradise Pier would be wreathing to Pixar Pier in the same kind of context. Um, wasn't necessarily in the same announcement, but in the same context. So I just don't know, and I haven't gotten any full confirmation that it's permanent or not. It seems like a lot of costs and work to just go back in a year if they're gonna do. Yeah, that. I think like I think it's gonna be permanent, but it just seems to me it seems like you're gonna have to retheme a lot of rides. Like you got to retheme uh, that silly symphony swings. You've got to retheme California Screaming. You got to retheme the Fun Wheel. And then how is the fun wheel going to work? Because it's kind of tied to um, World of Color. Then they've got to retheme Goofy Sky School and all those, uh, the rides right in front of it, the Golden Zephyr and Jellyfish. And there's a lot that they have to retheme. take Mickey's face off of it and put a Pixar? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, are they going to do that? I don't know. It's just a terrible idea. (laughs) That's that's the worst idea to me. Like, what what are you doing? Like, Paradise Pier is awesome. Yeah, I definitely don't like it. that, and 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 you know that being my favorite park, it's kind of there you go, Michael. See, it's it's disheartening to to see that. As much as I you know like Pixar stuff, I I always thought it would be cool if if Pixar movies were kind of fit into areas where they would make sense throughout the the parks. I don't think having one whole area dedicated to Pixar is really the way to go. Like I always thought it would be cool. Like in Adventureland, if they were able to kind of fit in something for up in there, yeah, you know, that would be cool. Even if it wasn't something really big, but just fit something in there, and and just finding different ways. And, and so that's kind of the reason too that I'm cool with Ratatouille being in World Showcase, fitting it in there. But having an entire area, one that is already amazing. And one that fits so well into the idea behind the whole park of California Adventure. I just don't... They're getting away from from the, the vision of what that park is supposed to be. And at the end of the day, it, it just doesn't really add anything. There, there's just nothing added there. They're going to have to change the name of the park, basically. I mean, if they're having a Marvel Land in there and then Pixar Pier... It's no yeah. longer a park themed around different eras of California history. <laughs> exactly. And so what's next? You know, are you going to you going to redo Grizzly Peak, you know, and redo that whole area? I mean, it, it's just I, I just don't really Iron get it. Iron Man Peak. This is <laughs> yeah. when Iron Man went to the Pacific Northwest on yeah, camping exactly. trip with his family. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just don't like the you know, where that's headed. I thought the whole California adventure thing of different eras of california and the different all the different aspects of california was was great that's going to be kind of a loss but at the same time you know like i said 
I'll still go visit. I'll still probably have fun there. So I'll still keep spending a lot of money there. Yeah. If that's what they're worried about. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. What well, do we? Did uh, we looks cover like, everything. Uh, yeah, we covered all the announcements, and it looks like uh, our skipper is getting a little tired of us circling around. <laughs> He's only told these jokes like six times. <laughs> we could do one more round of these same jokes. I don't think we'd kill him. I think we have a, 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 a table waiting for us at, at Trader Sam's, so we probably should probably just disembark and uh, well, and finish the yeah. conversation maybe offline over a couple. We've laughed. Yeah. We've cried. We've almost died on the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I love you guys like family. Now get out. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see. I'm sorry. That was rude. Please get out. <laughs> Thanks, Skip. <laughs> All right, little Skipper Craig doing his thing. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go to Trader Sam's. This week's episode of the Disney Crew was brought to you by DizTee, D-I-Z-T-E-E, DizTee, on Redbubble.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Goofy's Candy Co.